0: Uh, Rock's gonna be
1: on in a sec. i finally heard from Rock he's gonna be on in a sec. So did you want to do your Hollow Earth posting? Did you say you had some more Hollow Earth posting to do?
0: Oh uh yeah, guys, um it's I, I don't even remember where I read this. As far as I know, it could be just like the, the beginnings of schizophrenia, but <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I heard apparently that um uh special forces around the world they're training for underground warfare and apparently a lot of like fighting in time
1: what's shit the i think you're and,
0: with... um, I, I suppose I, hello is my audio alright?
1: yeah you the, whatever that word was you just said it just dropped out
0: <laughs> oh, okay well suffice to say i did a bit of looking into it it seems a lot of the uh research a lot of the no a lot of the training these days is based for underground fighting and i suppose one could say yeah because say there's an emp attack or there's a coronal mass ejection which is effectively an emp attack from the sun where one one side that that faces one side of the earth that faces the sun will just get completely wiped well i say wiped out or get turned back to the stone age um which will result in millions of people dying of starvation and, you know, electricity and all that. But the fact is, is there will be, like, uh, protected bunkers and deep underground military bases. Dumbs. So, uh,
1: yeah. Dumbs, I believe, the people in the know call them. Dumbs. Dumbs, yep. deep, underground Dumb, dumbs, dumbs. deep underground military bases.
0: Deep underground military bases. Well, I've got six people watching, but no one's chatting. I know. They're all waiting for uh, any insights into. to
1: get yeah, some I'm freedom uh, so- In the meantime,
0: whilst oh. you guys are uh, watching and not commenting, hit the like button, and if you dislike it, unsubscribe, close the window, throw your computer out the window, and then have a walk and think on what you're doing in your life.
1: Uh, what was I was gonna say. Uh, have you seen the purple head? The purple head feminist witches on the cl- witches on TikTok claim that the moon has been hexed by witches.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't looked at the moon recently. Is there anything new on it?
1: Don't know. It just says they don't even tell you what what the hex has done. They just say that it has been. Hmm. Well,
0: I mean, in, uh, oh, in recent this- witch...
1: With this big shift in the energy from go- from God's many of us work with, as they're angry, practitioners and worshippers, and honestly anyone spiritually in tune, may feel mood swings, unable to do spell work, and just overall anyone's energy has been thrown off. And a lot of us are very a- anxious now, wrote, <coughs> wrote Jules Marie, one of the witches on the platform. What, are they on the blobstrop then? <laughs> Could well be. Could well be. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, that, that's... That, uh, I think they're just saying that. I think they're just saying that. I don't know. Witches get their energy from the moon.
0: Uh, I mean the. The only thing is, I mean that's kind of symbolic, aren't they? Because they're saying that the sun's male and it's radiative, and the moon. It's female and it's reflective. Yeah. And I think that I mean that is quite true because all the women I know, they just do seem to be I mean, reflections isn't quite the right word because they are fairly autonomous women, but uh they're not autonomous and lucid in the same way men are. Yeah. Ah. Uh.
1: At the
0: end of that right. point, is it? Oh, well, I, I just, I, I needed to have a drink. I've um, My uh, my cousin brought back uh, a bottle of Brazilian chilies, and they're these little things. They look like miniature cherry tomatoes, but they're quite spicy, so I've, Ouch. I've been chewing them on pizza, and that's quite good. Um,
1: so uh, I
0: suppose we-, we can do some Adrenochrome news. Have you guys been <laughs> reading about Adrenochrome?
1: Oh well, what, is it a new uh, fragrance or something?
0: Yeah. Oh well, it's a new
1: old frag. It's a new old fragrance. <laughs> Go on then hobbit. Hobbit, hobbit. Are you with me, hobbit? No, hobbit's gone. Hobbit mate, you there? Right, hobbit appears to have gone. For a second. Oh. Uh, he's back.
0: Well oh, right, okay. I don't I was I was almost tempted to turn it off and on again.
1: Yeah, you went Um, uh you're back now.
0: Well the the thing is I could hear everything you were saying, so maybe I just won't mention the uh the substance that I looked into. Maybe it's a banned substance uh, on Discord. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those where you start talking about and then funny things happen. So uh I shan't mention it by name except when I first read about it, it was one of those, it's like, for example, you have alcohol, and then I think your liver turns it into aldehyde, and it's the aldehyde which gives you a hangover, so they were saying that, uh, uh, oh, actually, I won't go into that tangent just then, but there are ways that you can consume alcohol without the aldehydelization, and then you don't get the hangover, um, but enough of that that's a topic for another thing anyway well, we've,
1: we've spoke about this before but i'm sure but like i can't remember i can't find anything but i haven't even looked about it to be honest but i I, 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 right. I read somewhere that they were talking about doing some sort of two-part alcohol thing where you could drink the alcohol and then there was like a second part to it where you drink that and it'd make you sober but i assume oh, it'd it's okay. a horrible form of like synthetic alcohol i assume would it
0: well the the method i know is that uh you you avoid the hepatic portal so uh the three methods i know of doing that is you inject it in straight into the veins so the the substance gets into your blood without having to get through your foot because normally you drink alcohol goes into your stomach goes into your intestines and when it goes into your intestines it goes into the hepatic portal which is effectively a a third circulatory system but that goes direct from the intestines to the liver the liver processes it for any poisons alcohols a poison so it turns into aldehyde you still get alcohol in your system um so you get drunk um but it's the aldehyde which really gives you the headache along with the dehydration of course so uh the the two methods i've seen is you can you can do um alcohol rectally which i won't recommend because if you overdo it then you can die easily you can inject it into your veins which I'm not going to recommend because you know only people like Chris Dangerfield inject themselves with substances. But yeah, and then the third method is vaporizing it, where you turn the alcohol into a vapor and you breathe it into your lungs, and that also avoids the hepatic portal uh, so uh oh apparently Brutus is talking about Linux, so Bayer Ray's here um,
1: <laughs> i just I just popped in Brutus's chat that I'm live now.
0: Oh, is he is he online? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he enough. decided, he decided
1: um, to uh, go up against me. Thanks, Brewers.
0: One of these days, I'll pop on his show and I'll start Dude, talking Bruce about open source soft software. But yeah. now's not the time. Thank you but you anyway, the point I, I mentioned about the, these metabolites of uh, things is the substance whose name I'm not going to mention because I don't want uh an AI Discord zuck. Is uh, the it it's like it's one of the metabolites of uh adrenaline so your body produces adrenaline and then once the adrenaline gets processed you get this substance whose name i'm not going to mention and a lot of threads i've been reading saying yeah they get it from torturing children and then they refine it out the blood and you've got these elites often on telly they take this substance it gives them extra longevity but the withdrawals from this are lethal because I think effectively you're, you're replacing your own life force with that of an abused child. Um, so yeah, That's it's nice stuff. Really, That's wholesome. really nice stuff. Oh yeah. It's very, very wholesome, you know, and uh, this probably explains why 800,000 children a year go missing um, worldwide. Uh Yeah. Have you been reading the X forum on 4chan at all?
1: X forum? I've not, I haven't been on 4chan for eight. I went on 4chan because there was a thread about the thirty-seven words, and then that's about it.
0: Yeah, someone mentioned you on 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 that, and I just thought, oh, cool. I, I thought that was you actually. Um, <laughs> no, I nice. can't, I can't post replies on 4chan because they say they they don't allow people with a VPN on it. and I was like, yeah, you're not having my IP address. No, thank <laughs> you.
1: Good evening, Ruck. We have mm. our guest. Oh, hello. No, he's not quite ready yet.
0: Oh, well, that's all right. Well, <laughs> just in a minute, one one topic which is, is uh, new to me is this idea of a loosh farm. And the idea is that humans are a domesticated creature and there's psychic vampires which feed on our suffering. Oh, what's and, a Murph uh, talking
1: about this? So the- hmm? Who did we talk about this with? Was it Murph? I don't know, I, I probably... Somebody we spoke about was really into it, so it's kind of how they got over here. That was their specialist oh, okay. conspiracy thing. I can't remember who it was, though.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know, who, but again, I, I just heard this term, loosh and I thought, oh, okay, that's an interesting term, and uh, it comes from this guy who did loads of uh, trips into the astral plane, and just says, yeah, all that suffering and stuff you do is is food for these creatures, So, uh, live, laugh, love.
1: Yes. Uh, well, actually PPP was saying the other day, weren't he, about demons? Did you hear that one? The when he said, um, said what demons actually want from Uh, you. is They want you to just be completely depressed and just sit there, don't they?
0: Hello, Rock. I can hear you, Rock, but can, Hemi, can you hear Rock? I can't
1: hear Rock for some reason.
0: Oh, it's not my problem then, it's yours. Oh, Hello, okay. Rock. Well, Hemi,
1: uh, Rock. Hello, Rock. No sound eh? Oh, I can hear you now. Do I don't have the sound? Yeah, I'm just not used to hearing the hearing, uh, tills going off and you know, cleaning up an aisle five. <laughs> we can hear you. We can you fine, Rock.
0: Oh, he says he can't hear us. Can hear guys.
1: That's it. Can hear you now. But he can't hear us. Oh, um is uh, is, Discord, is Discord being extremely helpful to Rock? Is it?
0: Rock, can you hear us? I, I put it in the chat. Let's let's see if he if he responds to that. Um, Discord may be putting. <laughs> That's it. Putting can hear you Rock? Can you hear us? Sound to something. <laughs> can you hear us, Rock? like HDMI PS4 controller right because this is this has happened to me before right I got a PlayStation 4 controller and I plugged it into my computer and everything worked
1: fine except when I won on to Discord. Contro- PS4 controllers have um audio output don't they
0: well, yeah, that's it. So, everything else just understands, like, what my default sound provider is. But Discord went, oh, you've plugged the PS4 controller. I'm just going to output everything through that. Ooh, ooh. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can't hear anything.
1: Uh, oh, what? Well, it, your- it could have been the other way. It could have been where you could hear it coming out of the control and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Oh,
0: it would be nice if there was an integrated um, head speaker uh, into it. But, ah. Rock.
1: Somebody's just picked something up. Rock, rock, rock. Can you hear us? They just love Discord uh, when it wants to shut jo-
0: on you. I know it's great in it. It's uh, just, so uh, what do you
1: think to this one then, Hobbit? Uh, scientists have d- identified what is believed to be the first example of methane leaking from the sea floor.
0: Oh, um, interesting enough. Uh, I was looking into... You, you know those ship tier islands that the Koreans and Japanese fight over? Yeah. They've got uh, something called methane ice, which is like methane with water, and it's compressed, and it's solid. And they're saying that actually could be a really good like source of uh, natural gas. So is it me- methane with just...
1: water, or is it methane as a solid?
0: It's solid methane, and it's crystallized with water. So I think it's just a case if you apply heat to it and methane comes out. Yeah. I've literally seen people putting a, a lit match to it and it burns. I was
1: going to say, that doesn't sound like such a good idea to me, putting heat to methane. <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. Mm. Uh, global warming has obviously been blamed on greenhouse gases. Um. Oh, global warming is typically blamed on green, green greenhouse gases produced by human activity. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello.
2: No, I can. Hey. I just, fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't know why it didn't work. You know, let me.
0: Did you try turning it off and on again?
1: <laughs> no. Sometimes I, I find with Discord in... that you have to change it to another setting to the go back to week week of the normal one.
3: Rock. I'm gonna grab one piece of audio here.
2: Hmm. We're not live, are we? Yeah, we're live. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> All right, let's get then.
0: We just decided we were gonna go for it and Don't worry, uh, don't worry turned te- up-
1: tech support is it's tech support is a regular part of the show, rock. It's nothing new. <laughs>
2: Alright, great, great. We're off to a off to a fucking roaring start. We're after a flyer. Alright, what uh what what did I uh, what did I miss out on?
1: Uh we're just talking about methane under the sea we just do, we we normally just do a couple of articles from uh from unexplained mysteries all so- right uh, uh, fill me in So, global warming is typically blamed on greenhouse gases produced by human activity such as industrial pollution and car fumes. Bullshit! Uh, However, there are believed to be large quantities of methane locked away beneath the sea floor, the result of algae decaying beneath the sediment. The fear is that if the oceans warm up enough, this trapped methane could be released, producing a runaway warming effect that would be impossible to stop or reverse.
0: Yeah, oh, it's it's a load of bollocks. I mean, the thing is, it, more more likely than not, that methane um, eruption is I, because of Can I give you volcanic- the last
1: line, Hobbit? The well, the methane cycle then. is absolutely something we see as a society we need to be concerned about. Study leader Andrew Thurber told Oregon State Uni. Sorry, Andrew Thurber from Oregon State University told the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> Opinion, yeah, dis- opinion right. discarded. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, it's a woman, and she's writing for the Guardian, so we can promptly ignore that. But just briefly to say, most volcanoes, like 99% of them, yeah. and when we properly map the seafloor, people actually go, you know, hobbit, you're wrong. It's actually 99.9% of active volcanoes are on the seafloor. And that's where you're going to get the methane and carbon dioxide erupting from. Uh, most methane, in, in, and in fact, most hydrocar- uh, hydrocarbons that we use, they're not fossil fuels, they're abiotic. It's the product of methane condensation. Why is there methane in our planet? Well, there's plenty of carbon, there's plenty of hydrogen trapped in from the formation of the Earth, and it gases out all the
1: time. Uh, as Biore says, we call this effect the Dutch oven. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else you desperately want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this? Proteus is the world's first uncuttable material. Uh,
0: uh, that's like having an unmovable object. Yeah. How is it uncuttable?
1: Uh, so I oh, should. Do you want to read it, Hubbard?
0: Uh, oh, uh, wh- wh- where am I looking? As our uh, science expert, this-
1: I'll chuck it in general. will be easier. Oh, yeah. Hey.
0: Cheer, cheers, my dears. All right. So this is from unexplainedmysteries.com. And this substance is called Proteus, and it's the world's first uncuttable material. Woo! Well, if I make some scissors from Proteus, huh? Checkmate, scientists. <laughs>
1: Scientists what if you, what if you have developed a proteus, proteus blade.
0: Yeah, scientists have developed a lightweight material that is said to be impervious to all forms of cutting. Developed by researchers at England's Durham University and Germany's Fraunhofer Institute, this novel new material is only fifteen percent the density of steel, yet is impervious to cutting tools. It is comprised of a special aluminium matrix. Embedded with ceramic spheres, which together serve to turn any cut tool back against itself. Done the bait or drill bit and rhetoric uses. All ah, right. Okay. So what they've done is they've made like a synthetic corundum, you know, corundum.
1: Nope. it's a,
0: it's a mineral of aluminium oxide. And it's, it's one of the hardest substances known to man. And they make, um, uh, like angle grinders and, uh, sanding blocks out of it. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, it says, um, if your cutting blade penetrates the material, the resonance produced by hitting the ceramics causes it to start bouncing, which damages and dulls the blade. Oh, okay, so that's quite clever. Even though the ceramic does get cut in two, the fine dust-produced fills in the gap, making the material even harder for the tool to penetrate. The force and energy of the disc or the drill is turned back in itself, and it is weakened or destroyed by its own attack. Sid... And this is one of those lovely Polish... This is what, why I want Poles out of this country so I never have to pronounce their name again. Stefan Strzyzewski from Durham University. Essentially cutting materials like cutting through jelly filled with nuggets. It is hoped the new material could provide invaluable in the number of fields that would be ideal for creating uncuttable locks as well as protective equipment for tool operators. Well, it's, it's, all, it's, all so, fun and,
1: it's all fun and games until you lose the keys to your padlock, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, uh, if it's made out of aluminum, you could turn that into into fermite pretty easily. Yeah.
1: Fourteen well, travels, which is, yeah. I think it's Ian, isn't it? it said I prefer the dirty Sanchez. I don't want to know what that is. Uh. No, right, are, you ready, you ready, are you ready to rock, rock?
2: Hang on one second. Uh, just a stonewall here for a minute.
0: My, oh, okay. my my screen just went blank suddenly. That was that was nice. Um, Screen's
1: uh, uncuttable. John, do, do about the Pentagon to build the first military space station, Hobbit.
0: There's a military space station working on. Plans. I thought there was like a a, a non a non. Uh, oh wait, no. The the space is now militarized because. LOL why isn't not? there
1: some sort of um, detente when it comes to space, isn't it That's what um, the dude from White Rabbit Radio says, doesn't he?
0: Well, there used to be a, um, a space weapons non-proliferation program, so the idea of space was not supposed to be weaponized, but I guess the it, Chinese ignored remember that. Do
1: um, what, what Reagan called the Star Wars program?
0: Uh, I... He, I wouldn't have been watching the news at that time, but I do it's called, know it's called Star the SDI because... or the
1: Star Wars uh, program. Basically, what what yeah. what what the Americans were proposing was that they'd have satellites in space that would have like countermeasures towards any um, nuclear weapons launch.
0: And the other thing they could say is that, well, instead of using nukes, we could just have like really dense rods like made of tungsten which we then drop down on any point in the planet and technically you're not using a nuke but it's kinetic projectile with the force of a nuke
1: what so they just fire that from a space station uh, from a um satellite or something yeah
0: i mean the the it's a kinetic projectile and it's it's very simple why
1: can't i do pew pew lasers they're going to do something like that what do just, well, just hate this dystopic yeah. future we live in? I want to be killed by PPU lasers, that, God damn it.
0: Well, uh, you know, the Icarus system in um Gold, Goldeneye, that would have been pretty good because it, it's it's civilian no, no, purposes that they were talking
1: No, no, Max. Uh, what's his name? Max, what's it from? Goldraker? Uh, Moonraker? Oh, I... Max. Oh. <sighs> I can't mm. remember his name. But I want mm. that. Pew Pew Lasers in Space CIA versus Evil Bad Guy.
0: Mm. But, I mean, the, the the thing with lasers you've got to watch out for is um, they all get dissipated by the atmosphere. And if there's any clouds there, I mean, forget about it. Clouds are just a great cover for them. Um, so you, 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 you're you going to struggle getting a laser to penetrate that. Oh, it was
1: Drax something, weren't it, the bad guy from Moonraker?
0: Oh, he, he was an IQ nationalist. I mean, do you, you remember all the mulattoes and and Chinkies on oh, the yeah, space yeah. station? Fuck, I remember
2: Moonbreaker. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that was not
2: that was not the best one. Uh, uh, uh what, what, what the, the CIA fuck is that, what space. What's the, the giant dude called again with the uh jaws. jaws? No, no, no. What's his actual name?
1: Uh Richard oh.
2: Keel, is it? Yeah, fuck, that's the one.
1: It was in, um, it was in, it was in that really one? great low-budget Star Wars rip-off called Android. Anyone ever seen that?
2: Yeah, I don't think I saw that. If anyone
0: and likes, and likes the low-budget so far. Everybody needs good androids!
2: <laughs> which, which, one, which one came before Moonraker? I can't believe I oh, quite lovely, uh, isn't it. Or is it for your,
1: for your eyes only? I think he's a bit crap.
0: Was that the one which wasn't really a Bond film with Sean Connery in no, it? No,
1: that's Never Say Never Again.
0: Oh, yeah, that one. I've watched all of them except the last uh, ones with Daniel Craig in it. I haven't uh, seen Casino Royale was lot good.
4: Hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't I d- think
2: I, I don't think I've ever seen a single one with Daniel Craig. Maybe the first one. I'm not sure. Man. What lucky then? Well,
0: I mean, Casino Royale's pretty good, but the rest of them are really fucking depressing. Yeah, and they just—it doesn't feel like James Bond. I mean, it kind of feels like oh, sorry, it's, it's not East Android. Enders. It's called
1: the humanoid. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's it's one of those things, it's just, uh, yeah. Hoping to yeah. Thro-
1: overthrow his brother as ruler of the planet Metropolis, the evil growl enlists the help of insane Dr. Craspin, who has invented a chemical capable of turning an ordinary person into a perfect soldier. They test this chemical on the pilot Golob, turning the unsuspecting victim into a mindless but indestructible automaton. Auto- automaton. Possessing hu- superhuman strength. The people of Metropolis must somehow outwit Growl before he could create an army of these soldiers. Or
2: their planet Why, why, is, why is it always called Metropolis?
1: I mean, they, they were really going all out with these names. Golob and Craspin. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Didn't he die from, like, gigantism or some shit like that?
1: He was a big lad, weren't he? Probably.
2: Yeah, he's this the guy for you. Big guy
1: for you, for you
0: like Andre yeah. the Giant. I still I, I need to watch the Princess Bride sometime.
1: Richard Dawson Keel.
2: Dude, I don't I don't think I've ever seen the Princess its entirety. What? You haven't
1: you seen you what it's like. I always mention it but hmm. That's oh, he's seventy-five. Is. He had a heart attack. Well, that's not
4: he too bad. Good
1: innings. Yeah, he had a good innings, didn't he? Hmm. He broke his leg the week before he died.
2: Well, as as you do, you
1: know. Got to be shit in it, breaking your leg and not not living to see it healed. <laughs> his first his go, first role go is nineteen sixty in a film called The Di as Ugly Marine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I found I found the chat. We have a chat. We have ten people watching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh well, we've got forty-nine playbacks,
1: which means more people than that. All right, all right,
2: okay, okay. Let's. um Hate speech wants we... to be
1: the new Bond. <laughs>
2: God. Bond. Cook Bond. Fucking, yeah, dude, like Milo can be M. <laughs>
1: No, Milo would be. Uh, what was his name? That. Oh, what's the Well, dude? I mean, like,
2: if, who's if, the dude if, who has if, his if face it's, all if it's melted? If Sargon being Bond, like he would probably be like a Bond girl, I guess. Their if Sargon. If, if, Sargon's, Bond. if Sargon's, Bond, Bond.
1: Sargon's Bond, would, uh, would Ethan, Ethan Ralph be? Um, a fa- what's that film? is it not Spectre? One before Spectre. the one,
2: the one with that queer? Bloke.
1: And it was kind of queer, and it looked more like he fancied Bond than he wanted to kill him. Scaramanga. <laughs> <What>? No, this. <there's... laughs> he was in No Country for Old Men. He was in one of the uh... oh. Tommy Lee Jones. No,
2: I don't um, think he's the, queer. The hitman from it. What's his name? Oh, ah, uh, fuck! I know this, but I'm blanking. Well, he, uh... was, in that,
1: he was in that Bond film. we could play him because it just went a little bit weird.
2: Or do you have um?
1: Would you have Ethan Ralph in uh, as uh, Blofeld stroking his pussy?
2: Yes, yes, definitely. Ethan Ralph is 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 a Blowfeld type character.
1: <laughs> right. So, are we going to get on some hyper serious content then, Rock?
2: We can do that bit. Do you want to do you want to intro the topic here, or uh,
1: you? Where do you want to start? Where where are, where are we starting with this? Go right
0: in the middle, right. then do the introduction towards the end.
1: Yes. <laughs> we'll start Hot we'll start fun. with Timothy McVeigh outside the Oklahoma thing. You probably wouldn't how I got here.
0: Q <laughs> <laughs> <Cue> music. <laughs> Record <laughs> yeah. scratch. We'll tell
2: we'll, we'll, we'll it through like a series of flashbacks <laughs> that don't actually make sense until the end of the story.
0: Uh, I like that right. So, uh, so
2: we'll, we'll, yeah, the uh the totally okay city incident, I guess. Like that's that's what we're calling it. Yeah, I'll it. call
1: it the okay. Because apparently, if you put the Oklahoma City bombing in, just you're very likely to get just struck.
2: All right, all right, okay, okay, we can do that. Um, so well, I think it's important that, that that we frame this as as part of like the the larger uh, uh, militia movement type thing that was going on in in the nineties and i think he, honestly the story starts at ruby ridge uh those of you uh, you know in, in operation lily, lily lily reinhardt um the ruby ridge incident is uh i believe on an 11 day siege uh that took place in ruby ridge obviously uh i think it's like uh idaho like uh close to boundary or something and uh this was in 1992 so a um as part of like like a larger operation uh, called PATCON. Uh, ATF agents uh, or what's, possibly is, is, FBI agents. Pat, is
1: PATCON short for something or is it just PATCON?
2: Yes, uh, P- Patriot Conspiracy. So like the, the whole uh, notion of like gay-opping, that's been around for a while. They've done it to like the, uh, you know, black nationalist movements. They've done it to, uh, you know, the... Uh, WN one point oh's etc etc. Like this Triple this K. has been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just how yeah, that's just how they do, right? Simple as, right? But um so we have uh we have uh, a bloke's bloke, Randy Weaver, you know, just l- likes to hang out in the woods, shoot guns, you know, read about philosophy. It's real real philosophy. blokes bloke. Yes, absolutely, real blokes bloke. And um he is enticed to, I believe, uh, shorten to shotguns below the legal uh, length for, like, I don't know, maybe like a couple hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, because um, didn't, didn't this consist even... of, do the bit, no,
1: do the bit, no, do the bit, no, do the bit, no, <laughs> no was pretty much how it went, wasn't when... <laughs> it?
0: Was it like Mrs. Doyle working for the Globe? um Go in the darks. God, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really want to say what the rest of Terry Crews is. Why? Why can't YouTube just let me talk like a normal human being?
2: Yeah, it's 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 kind of it kind of like the you know that that the nagging your girlfriend for sex essentially. Like, yeah, Finally, yeah. just like, yeah, right, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll do that. Do you bit. know who <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Doyle is? <laughs> and he's girl. like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fuck I'll fucking shorten these shotguns. Just give me the money. They'll, they'll just fuck I I don't understand why you can't shorten your own fucking shotguns. But hey, this yeah. I'm kind of like a hands on type of guy. I'll so, like, lend you a saw.
1: So, Why don't you go and do it? No, do the bit. Do the bit. That's basically what they <laughs> did to him, weren't they? It,
2: just, it just went on at him, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, just, they literally just like, nagged him into like, shortening the, the sawing <laughs> off the shotgun. So, um, he obviously, you know, they, uh, they pick him up on this. Uh, he then, uh, they try to fl- uh, flip him, uh, it, it, you know, to become an informant because, like, the target that they're after is. Uh, you know Elohim city, which is a uh, nearby uh white supremacist compound apparently that's it's you know informal t w p style you know trailer park um, essentially consisting of mobile homes
1: um, okay thanks,
2: apparently man. they're their uh Christian identity just like kind of essentially just means that you think that America is Israel and you're the new Jews or something like that and uh apparently they're racist so which is you know as you as you do um th- i think they were like m- largely connected to uh something called the order um which is again just a little bit racist you know happens sometimes um uh, let me 14 see in chat, boys. Uh, the order also known as the bruder schweigen uh, German for "Brothers Keep Silent," Silent Brotherhood, or less commonly as the Aryan Resistance Movement, was a white supremacist ter- terrorist organization active in the United States between September 1983
1: and December 1984. They don't a lot of fed honey pots
2: at all, do they? <laughs> they I mean, they had, they had a real fucking run there. But uh, <laughs> so the, it, you have uh, uh, Robert J. Matthews, uh, also connected to Sons of uh, Liberty, So like one of the original uh, siege posters. And then David Lane, uh, you know, known for like the, the, the 14 and the 88, um, you know, I, I think he did like a 200 year prisons, multiple 200 year prison terms or something like that. I'm pretty sure he died in there as well, but, you know, totally they were, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see. <coughs> David Eden Lane. Yeah. Died until 07, uh, American white separatist and convicted felon member of domestic terror group, the order convicted and sentenced to 190 years in prison for racketeering conspiracy and being an accomplice. I think he killed like a, uh, I think he killed like a, like he a shot journalist.
1: accomplice to murder of Alan Berg, a Jewish radio talk show host
2: Ray, radio talk shows. That's the one. That's the one. So that's, that's who they were kind of going after, but, um, uh, but, but he doesn't flip. So um, And then he's, he's still out there, you know, being a bloke, well, anyone, any normal, normal person
1: would go, no, fuck off, that was entrapment. You kept asking me to do it. I kept telling you no.
2: Yeah, so he then, uh, you know, comes up with a brilliant idea to not show up to uh, his his court appearance. Because, like, you know, there's a banish warrant out for him or whatever. So they, uh, the ATF, uh, then essentially, like, Descends upon Ruby Ridge. Uh, they they start an eleven day siege. I, I think he like um, shoots shoots back and manages to like either wound or kill one of the uh, ATF agents. They respond, uh, or actually, the, they
1: the they, ATF's, they start the, the ATF. The ATF's motto is uh, gently, gently.
2: <laughs> well, they actually start the shit off by like killing his dog. I think so he he you know what about the daughter they killed.
1: like is he the one that killed his pregnant wife and child didn't
2: they they, they yeah they killed the wife and they kill his fourteen year old son so like he they're stuck in this like cabin in the woods essentially like with his the corpse of his dead wife for like i don't know I don't know how many days like i'm not I'm not an expert on the timeline of like the the exact Ruby Ridge thing, but um yeah no they they start by killing the dog and then like uh yeah they they take out his wife and son as well um uh, you know eventually eventually you know things things come to a head and they uh manage to not kill the entire fucking family but that's kind of like uh, where this thing begins in in the mind of like uh a lot of your your uh patriotards if you will right we are we are we clear on this are we, are we good yep
0: On being quiet right.
2: that's that's fine you can be quiet all right so then what we have is the waco incident of course which is supposed to be like uh timothy McVeigh's entire like raison d'etre for uh you know
1: yeah and and the atf's finest yep. hour
2: <laughs> yeah i, I mean, you know a little background uh Waco, Texas, uh the branch Davidians, some some weirdo cult of race mixers who uh, uh apparently like uh think David Koresh is like the new coming of Christ, you know, as as you do. Like he takes, you know, ample advantage of that. Like uh, I think he like uh had like six wives or something like that. He was like basically like banging everybody there. I mean, it's good action if you can get it. Um I think yeah, that it, winds it was, up it was
1: a proper it was a proper culprit literally. Cause what were they doing? They yeah, were selling, was, as far as I remember that they were just they were selling guns perfectly legally, weren't they?
2: If I recall correctly, they wanted to uh essentially search the premises. Because they, they would yeah, again, like they don't they don't like, you know, you have to place that into the proper time frame as well, where they were, like, really concerned with, like, uh, uh, anti-government organizations and stuff like that. So, like, if you're building, like, a compound and you're kind of, like, this, you know, collecting guns, as you do, and uh, cutting yourself off from the rest of the world, you know, it's not going to go over that well with, you know, your FBI and ATF types, right? So, uh, fuck. I... If I got this correct, I think it's like a 51-day siege in total, which ends with like them essentially like burning down the fucking compound. Uh, so that was like like a like a huge wake wake up call for like a lot of these like uh, militia types. That uh, you know, the government's gonna come for you. They're gonna come for your guns and like you know burn you alive. And I think they killed like 25 kids or something like that. Total death toll, at least uh, among the branch Davidians, like 75 or some shit like that.
0: Nancy Pelosi seems to be very proud of this. She was responsible. She uh, signed the death warrants for those children.
2: (coughs) I. Okay. Also, chat is saying.
0: um...
1: Clear things up. Ra- uh, dog Sense Day were there. ATF shot the dog. Randy's son returned fire into the woods. The ATF shot the kid's arm off with automatic fire. Randy's wife, wife was stood in the household in their baby daughter. And an ATF sniper shot in that her in the head. The only people that stood up for the Weaver family was the Aryan Brotherhood, apparently. Yeah, clear up on. Yeah,
2: then again, like the kid. Uh Ruby Ridge Waco is a whole also... thing, on, it, it,
1: like it's almost like a whole episode on its own, isn't it? To do it give it justice. I
2: don't know. I, I think the death toll is a little low. I I think you could do like an entire episode on Waco, definitely. But like, mm. it's, it's more to like the like, kind of like like s- sketch the uh, the 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 background of like what, what we're uh, what we're gonna go into here. Because uh, like that was that was like the whole. Uh, that was like really like the beginning of like this whole like conspiracy, uh, culture. Right. So you had like, uh, people like, um, uh, uh, Milton William Cooper and, and like, like, uh, the like Alex Jones coming up as well. And this was like, like the, they had this whole, um, this was like the, the heyday of NWO essentially new world order, that type of stuff. Um, uh, a term popularized by uh George the George the Elder. Um I obviously like the this, this all takes place during like the Clinton presidency. Um Janet Reno is your uh your 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 top dog as well. Um
0: I may be getting Nancy Pelosi and Janet Reno mixed up.
2: <laughs> I I think, I you, think are. you may have. Yeah. Yeah, so so she's she's like like in the driver's seat for like uh, Ruby Ridge, Waco, and uh, Oklahoma City. Okay, Okie Okie o- 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 City. Um, so yeah, like it, 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 the ATF uh, basically could have like like arrested David Koresh. Like, apparently, like he went into th- town to like buy dumb shit constantly, so they could have easily like picked him up somewhere uh but uh, no they decided to show up with like armored uh armored vehicles and walk and burn the place to the ground so that's
0: that's kind of nice like reasonable the, uh... response
2: well i mean as you do right as you do um
0: F- filling a church full of uh, cs gas where children and women are suffering and then uh you know, were uh, setting it on fire so that all the gas burned, and then the children burned alive.
2: It's uh, you know, bit of a bit of a bit of an oopsie. Um, some say they did it on purpose. I don't know. Wasn't there? Can't speak for that part. But uh, no. interesting fact, actually, Timothy McVeigh tried to uh, visit the compound while the uh, the siege was in process. And uh yeah, no does does as you know, as is expected, the you know, T V interviews, like the it's like the fact that he was there, like I think he was selling like the car stickers or something like that to, you know, pay for his trip or some shit like that. Like like he's 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 very like it's very obvious that he was there and was there in support. Like this is after like he leaves the military, by the way. Um do, do we do we do want to go into like Timothy McVeigh here for a bit?
1: We can do it. He's, he's uh he's pretty important to the story, isn't he? So.
2: Yeah, he's 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 a bit of a bit of a player in this particular tale. Um, so Timothy Timothy McVeigh, uh, also known as John Doe One, uh, also Irish, problematic, of course. He's a fucking Mick. <laughs> Um you know. Um,
0: Oh, those mics always blowing up at the slightest provocation.
2: There needs to be a final solution to this particular issue,
4: but
2: <laughs> we can broach that in in a different episode—the Irish episode.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> Love name for that one.
2: Uh, so army veteran. Uh, did a tour of duty, uh, during the Gulf War. Uh, then gets reassigned to the security detail for General Schwarzkopf, who is, like, you know, leading that uh, particular operation. Um. Yep. So, uh, he then gets, uh, called back, uh, to try out for the Green Beret Special Forces, which was, you know, apparently, like, like, his, his big thing. Um. Doesn't seemingly does not go through with the uh, the physical uh, due to like some um, you know essentially being worn out from from the uh, being in the desert for so long. So allegedly quits the military in 1991. This is where this this is where things get interesting. So apparently, uh, and the uh, New York Times uh, reported on this. Uh, Apparently, he sends a letter to his sister, essentially stating that he's um, getting selected for some special duties. Uh, so, are you familiar with the with the concept of sheep dipping?
0: Oh, I've heard of that. Um, it's isn't it uh, chemical warfare testing on soldiers?
2: No, it's. Uh, do you remember the movie uh, the the padded? I, I, no. Alright, so in it, the, uh, the character of, uh, what the fuck is that prick from Titanic, what's his name again?
1: Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: Yes, so he, he essentially gets taken out of the, uh, you know, the cadet pool, and, um, uh, they essentially, like, like, uh, you know, get him on, uh, the, he's, he's, He's sent to prison for a little bit in order to, uh, you know, build up his bona fides. But, like, he is essentially still with the police. It's kind of like that same pro- uh, process where they take military personnel, uh, wash them out of the, the, the you know, the service, but they're still uh, active, you know, incognito, if you will. So, like, uh, uh, um, one, one instance that comes to mind is Operation Heavy Green where they essentially discharged a bunch of like military personnel and just like reassigned them to Lockheed so they would just like yeah they're technically like still doing uh, everything they should for the for the uh for the service but they're not official members of the military anymore so what's likely happening here is that he is uh either working for the CIA or um just like like black ops in the because like he's but by all accounts like he had had a bronze star uh went from like like private to sergeant in less than two years like there's there's not really like any reason why he would wash out like that
1: on the track to being an officer and then all of a sudden you know bang washes out
2: yeah, and then then he starts like you know saying all these racist things, leaving copies of Turner diaries everywhere. Like it's kind of like the Muslims on nine <laughs> eleven. Like, yeah, there's the Quran. There's a Quran. And the Quran. The, the, the
1: and the copy of the Turner diaries fluttered down. Yeah. If ever I,
0: if ever I need to make a bulletproof vest, I'm making it off Saudi passports. They're indestructible. <laughs>
2: yep. 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 So um uh, Either
1: Oh, hold on, you're gonna say that bit again, Rock.
4: Rock, where did you go, Rock?
1: Oh, Tech tech's a Hobbit, can you hear me? Is it me that can't hear you, or the other way around, Hobbit, Are you there? Um, oh, you're gonna have to say about the last twenty seconds again, Rock, because I um. Oh, uh, is it? Why the- Discord just shit the bed and I couldn't hear a word you were saying.
2: All right, all right. Uh, like I said, it's it's very similar to what would happened with uh, with Lee Harvey Oswald. Because uh, he shows up at like all these places and and starts handing out flyers, and it's kind of just like to create like the the the, the storyline for for himself. Like, um, I think there's a lot of a lot of comparisons one can make between Timothy McVeigh and uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, very. I, I think it's a very similar situation. But um, so.
1: See. He's not a proper yeah, assassin he's, he's though. Spent... He hasn't got a he hasn't got a, uh, a three part name, has he? <laughs> he has got a hyphenated surname. Oh. I think that's how, that's how you can tell someone's a proper killer, doesn't it?
2: No, I think he only has two.
1: Yeah, Timothy McVeigh. Only the one. Only the one name. It's the hyphenated. May, may, maybe he was a patsy. I, I, I think his
2: middle name's <laughs> like James or something like
1: that. Oh, really?
2: No, 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 don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Alright, so, um... Fast forward to... The morning of April 19, 1995. A uh, Ryder truck filled with diesel and, um... Essentially, cow shit. Blows up outside of the Alfred P. Morrow Federal Building, uh, killing, uh, according to some some people, 169. Others say 168.
1: Maybe they found uh, two bits and they thought it was two.
2: Listen, I just, I just, I just, I just read what I wrote on the piece of paper. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, the, according to the official narrative, like a, a rider rental truck and takes out essentially like half the fucking building. Um, word goes out pretty quickly. I don't know how they do it, but they apparently have like a sketch of uh, uh, two two individuals, John Doe number one, John Doe number two, Uh, Timmy McVeigh gets picked up uh, in a routine traffic stop uh, because he is driving a car without a license plate.
0: That seems a bit silly.
1: That's a rookie mistake, isn't it? Rock, are you talking? (laughs) Oh, Rob's... <laughs> fucking hell! What the hell is the matter with this thing tonight? There
0: oh, we
2: go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh... So he gets he gets picked up. Yeah. Apparently, gets recognized immediately. Like he's like driving around in a car with no license plate, just like looking for to, to essentially get picked up. Um, they then um, arrest his former platoon mate uh, Terry Nichols. And uh, I think it's like a week or two go by. And then they just essentially just stop looking for John Doe number two. Like That disappears completely off the radar. Uh, we also have like, like multiple uh, accounts of uh, people reporting that like the ATF wasn't at the Morrow building that day. That they were essentially like... They got, like, like uh, messages on their pagers telling them not to come in on that day. Uh, if Do we want to play that audio that I put in Oklahoma? Uh,
1: which one do you want to play?
2: ATF fuckery.
1: Right, so ATF fuckery, so I'll play.
3: Authorities now claim in federal investigative reports that the huge, ominous truck with its trailer was being used by a deputy to run routine errands. Other documents obtained by 2020 show that someone called the Executive Secretary's office at the Justice Department in Washington and said the Morrow building had been bombed. But this was 24 minutes before the blast. No action was apparently taken. Yet another witness, a rescue worker, says after she talked with an agent at the bombing scene, she also suspected the ATF was warned and agent stayed away from their office that morning.
0: I asked him if his office was in the building. And he said yes, and I asked if there were any ATF agents that were still in the building and he said no, we weren't here.
3: Witness number one approached an ATF agent nearby. He claims he asked the agent what had happened and witness number one says this is what the agent told him. He uh, started getting a little bit nervous. He tried reaching somebody on a two-way radio. I uh, couldn't get anybody and I told him I wanted an answer right then. He said they were in debriefing. None of the agents had been in there. They had been tipped by their pagers not to come into work that day. Plain as day, out of his mouth. They were tipped. Why wasn't anybody else?
1: Ooh, that's uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I believe that's audio from uh, which. Is what is essentially like the seminal uh, uh, documentary on the topic, uh, "A Noble Lie." Oklahoma City. It's about like an hour and a half, two hours or something like that. So they uh, they finished that one up in the, like the early odds or stuff. But it's, it's been around for a while. Um, has has all your hits, all your favorites. Uh, plenty of uh, plenty of uh, Alex Jones in there as well. Uh, it's back when he was like not doing maga shit, it's still allowed on the internet. But uh, all right. So we also have. Um, on that day, uh, a lot of and again, like, you'll have like the similar things happening on on like let's say nine eleven or so, and stuff like that. you in the early hours of the happening, like there's a lot of like the the fix isn't in yet. Like you have a lot of like uh, uh, information coming out. Like like the reporting is is still like kind of like this like minute to minute. So like the 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 you know the machine hasn't like sprung into action yet and and cuz obviously like the these types of report get cl- get cleaned up over time right so like in the early uh early hours of 911 like it was just like the like, steady stream of information like the the uh you know, you you have like a, stuff being inserted, obviously, but like the the, the control a bit, a and bit like, like the, um, uh, management. I like
1: Princess Diana. I know people that were up in the early hours of the morning, and then their initial report was that she was up and she was a she was fine, and she just injured her thigh. I know someone that, that actually I don't heard remember. that as a, as a news report when Princess Diana had her accident.
2: I did, I do remember that the, there were like reports of like. Um, uh mo- more cars than they initially, or started claiming and stuff like that. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't really fucking pay attention to the Princess Die thing at all. I so fucking hated that song.
1: Well, it's the same as the uh same as the uh demonetized incident, isn't it? Newtown. Um there was uh there was reports of two shooters at the start of that, wasn't there?
0: Oh what the the violent homosexual cashing in on the death of a uh, beloved public figure i heard that was a lot of um mopeds chasing after him, and that the driver was hopped up on amphetamines
1: it's the uno isn't it it's the uno in the tunnel it did a bit
2: but yeah, anyway, wasn't, i mean what the, what the fuck's his name again like alpha Yet or something like that he was like, yeah, he yeah. convinced that like that they uh that they did his boy dirty
1: yeah because uh they reckon she they reckon she had a bun in the oven, a Muslim bun in bun in the oven. Yeah
0: Considering like what them. this country's like that now, I I doubt I doubt that's the reason. I think it's more a case of just <laughs> yeah. like uh now if I was in the UK I couldn't say this. But as I'm I'm not in the UK uh, Prince Charles wrote, "Yeah, it'd be a shame if your brake lines to be cut whilst you're travelling through Paris with that boyfriend of yours."
1: Damn, I thought Prince saying... Philip put his uh, put his driving gloves on. I thought that's what happened.
4: <laughs>
2: I would actually, I would, I would actually Is, forgive
1: if... forgive Prince Philip for that because he's my absolute favourite royal.
2: <laughs> I mean. How, how, how can how can he not be like? <laughs> I, I I I hear he's pretty based. <laughs>
1: this looks like he was installed I'll by an what. Indian. <laughs> I tell you
0: what. I tell you what. Right now, I mean, we were talking about somebody who wouldn't go to spoons. I could imagine Prince Philip going to spoons with
2: her. I'd oh, fucking love it, wouldn't he? What's what's what spoons? I don't know about this.
1: Weather spoons. It's a it's a pub chain. It's 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 for the uh, for the budget range of uh, going to the pub.
2: Budget pub, eh?
1: Yeah. Going to you
0: know, I went pub.
2: to the pub the other night. My bartender called me a um, what was it again? Argumentative asshole. <clears throat> and this man works for tips, so uh, <laughs> I don't know what I did. Yeah. Did he material, get any? But not that much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not as much as he would have got oh uh, so we what was left are we gonna get back then are we to uh
2: uh yeah let's 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 see here all right so let's uh let's do um gay.mp3 let's let's play that one. i right, did okay. let, let, let me lead into this because like it, what you also have like in these these early hours of reporting uh, reports of multiple bombs and this is going to be important for like the bit we're going to do next here but like play, play okay. a bit do it a bit do the it bit it's the year 2019 it the future that's not multiculturalism it. and diversity what? well all right that's not it i think you give me the wrong yeah. mp3 then <laughs>
3: multiple bombs I think that, that. That. <laughs> let's try that one the first bomb <laughs> that was in the federal building did go off it did the damage that you see right there the second explosive was found and diffused the third explosive that was found and they're working on right now as we speak i understand both the second and third explosives if you can imagine this were larger than the first
2: that they have found a second explosive device of some kind inside this building justice department is reporting that a second explosive device has been found
3: one device was uh, was uh, deactivated. Apparently there's another device. In fact, two different explosive devices were found in addition to the one that went off. A second bomb was found on the east side of that building. A bomb squad is on the scene. The medical teams downtown are unable to get into the wreckage to retrieve more of the injured because of the presence of other uh, bombs in the area. I just took a look down the street uh, at the Mara building again. I see another bomb truck going so apparently they're going to try to get out that third bomb that's been talked about
2: yeah so that's that's a little bit of the stuff that was coming out in like the early hours but do you think that was to cause maximum
1: casualties then rock so anybody that was injured was stuck inside so they'd die
2: hard to say um again like the it's, it's hard to say, like, like what, what type of explosives they were. Uh, my, my contention is that uh, there were probably, uh, like, the like C4 charges inside the building placed on key uh, columns. So if you have, like, basically, like, like, a, like a top-down view of the of Alfred P. Murrow building, uh, there's essentially, like, three rows of columns. So you have the A row, B row, and C row, the A row being closest to the, uh, the Ryder truck bomb that goes off. Uh, So what we have is is like an asymmetrical damage pattern and one of the um, one of the big ticket items in in any type of like Oklahoma denialism, if you will. Uh, One of the big talking points is like column B3. Uh, You might be able to pull up a picture of it or something like that. Uh, Column B3 is completely taken out. It's further away from the car bomb than column B4, which essentially remains untouched. So, like, you have, like, like a, like a an unrealistic damage pattern in, in that sense. Uh, the type of explosive is also not, like, very conducive to doing, like, that type of damage. Because uh, there's something... When, when it comes to, like, explosives, oh. the type of explosive you use is usually tailored for what you're trying to do with it.
0: There's there's high explosives and then there's low explosives and the fertilizer bomb which he made is a low explosive I forget the exact definition but suffice to say the high explosives they have a really fast shockwave and low ones don't and the amount of damage caused to that building some people when they looked at it says yeah that's not fertilizer that would have been uh, some military explosives like C4
2: exactly and like the the most logical uh, conclusion one comes to is that they they were already present in the in the building and that they essentially just set off the bombs at the at the same time right cuz like depending on what type of explosive you use like there's only like so much pressure you're going to build up uh and like you can predict essentially like how much pressure you're going to get uh, in in what distance like it's essentially like you can look at like a blast radius as like like a dartboard essentially and, like, within, like, the, your closest circle, you're going to have, like, X amount of pressure. Uh, like, the, the uh, you know, the other concentric overlapping circle, you're going to have, like, less pressure, obviously. So, like, while it's perfectly possible to, like, blow out every single window window in, in the building, uh, you're, you're not going like, to, like, just maul concrete, steel-reinforced concrete, like, rebar-reinforced concrete, like that, with, like, Fertilizer bomb. It's just like it's just not going to happen.
0: I mean, so me um, if I'm wrong, um, but like uh, w- when when there w- was there any crater underneath the van? I don't think there was. Was there?
2: Barely. Again, like the the, the the crater under the van doesn't match like the type of like damage you see to the building.
0: I'm, I'm no explosives expert, so you know, don't, don't think I am, but. I'm just thinking to myself, if the bomb was that powerful that it could do all that damage to the building, surely the epicentre of the blast, there'd be a big crater.
1: Yeah, I've got, I've, got, I've got an image up, but I don't know how. It's not the greatest image. It's not the biggest image. I'll stick it in Discord if you can. If you want to see it, Hobbit. Hobbit. Yeah, I've seen it before.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's basically it. So, like the uh the, the column B three is like one of your big ticket items, and like the uh the the the, the lines there uh, essentially like represent the part of the building that collapsed. Because so if like that the,
1: if that was if that because four and five should have gone as well, shouldn't they? If that was given the center of the truck bomb radius.
2: Well, again, like the the, the notion that like like a like a fertilizer bomb can do that type of damage is. It's not. It's not accurate. Like this, it it doesn't happen. Uh, general Benton uh, Kirk Pardon, uh, wh- who was a uh, worked on missile systems and shit like that, like like an explosive expert, retired uh, general brigadier from the U.S. Air Force. He did like a. He is like the guy who did like the the, the, the expose and like like the he did the work on uh, uh, how the. Uh, how the the, the 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 truck bomb theory like d- doesn't hold up to scrutiny. Uh, he also lobbied, uh, I believe, uh, personally, like like the, delivered a letter to like twenty three senators or something like that, like asking them to not dem- you know demolish the building because it was like essentially like uh, a crime scene and and like the evidence had to be preserved, but preserved, but they they took it down anyways.
0: I mean, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead, but I'm almost becoming the tourist for it in this week. This almost sounds like a trial run for what happened later in September
2: 2001. It's it's not it's not it's not unrelated.
0: Um, I mean, like the, the idea of like this van doing this explosion was like a, a distraction from the main event because if the building just suddenly exploded, people go. All right. Who was working here before planting bombs in the building? Uh,
2: we have we have a candidate for that. Let me see. Andreas Strassmeyer, connected to Elohim City, uh, former uh, German military, and son of uh, Helmut Kohl's chief of staff. <laughs> Uh, apparently winds up in uh, in uh, in Elohim City, you know, doing white nationalist stuff. Uh, is placed at the scene by uh, witness Jane Graham, who saw him at the uh, states that she saw him at the uh, uh, Alfred P. Murrow Building uh, inside the building working. Uh, I'm gonna say like two or three days prior to the uh, to the bombing. So there's uh, there's there's a lot of uh, infiltration that goes on there. Um, I believe Carol Howe um, uh, basically tur- turned in, turned into supposed to be an informant. Uh, kind of doesn't mince any words when it comes to like the type of like uh, activities that they were uh, trying to like again like they're trying to get these like the like, uh, militia types and white nationalists to fly off the handle essentially it's kind of like the same thing that they did with like uh you know they done they started doing it to like the muzzies as well like uh in, in the you know the early uh, early and um the early aughts and like post 9-11 and stuff like that where it's like oh here like like they you retarded? Like would you would you like a bomb? Like that type of stuff? Like uh essentially just like literally setting these people up, like giving them and ed- even giving them the explosives and everything. Like they should try to do it with like a bunch of kids as well, uh, not too long ago, where it's like like some retarded kid, like the parents literally had to like tell the FBI to stop visiting their house or something like that. It's like that they were they were really pushing hard to get like um uh, uh the militia movement to uh, start doing some moose shit,
4: because
2: again, like the you have to place it all in all in the time period where this was happening. Like the, the the militia movement was growing. Like there was a lot of like anti-government sentiment and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you also have like them coming off of uh, um, Ruby Ridge, Waco. Their image is terrible at that at that time. So, like having like the ATF be one of the main targets of this attack, kind of like like rehabilitates their image as well. And uh, part 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 of the play was also to get like uh, some uh, quote unquote counterterrorism legislation passed. I believe the uh, the original one they proposed was the Omnibus Counterterrorism Act of 1995, proposed by uh, now uh, presidential candidate Mr. Joe Biden and was essentially rebranded into the Anti Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act of nineteen ninety six and signed into law by none other than uh Mr. Bill Clinton. Nice. So it's essentially like the the your forerunner for like the Patriot Act, essentially. Uh sweeping changes to uh, you know your civil liberties and whatnot.
0: So in the other words, if you want to be a scumbag criminal, work for the feds. But <laughs> well, I didn't say that of course.
2: <laughs> uh, so what you um Yeah, so uh in 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 the um, in the days following the, 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 the bombing, uh, Mr. McVeigh gets picked up, obviously. Uh, John Doe number two. There's there's tons of reports about it. Uh, again, early days. Like, like there's there's a sketch. Uh, there's there's also uh, some reports of like like uh, certain Middle Eastern looking men uh, being reported. Near the truck uh, supposedly talking to uh mr mcveigh um, that that all stops as well um, and the feds swoop in and essentially like confiscate like uh i'm gonna say the footage for four different cameras uh which would have had like the the rider truck in uh in their in their view um we can play let's see here. Cameras. Let's do that. Uh, cameras. This is is all, this is, yeah, this is all, like, local, uh, TV, like, like, early days type stuff.
3: Our new information comes directly from a source that has seen parts of those surveillance tapes. It also comes from reports now in the Los Angeles Times. But perhaps the biggest surprise is contained in the news channel's own information. Timothy McVeigh was not the last person to leave the Ryder truck. In fact, another man sat inside the cab of the truck after McVeigh got out. We believe that man is John Doe number two, a man who, for all we know, is still on the loose, leaving open a vital question. Was it John Doe number two who actually set off the bomb, not Timothy McVeigh, as we've all been led to believe? News Channel 4 has for weeks been demanding copies of the surveillance tapes from the FBI. The federal government so far is dragging its feet. But many people in the investigation have seen the tapes and now, so has a source willing to describe to the News Channel what the tapes show. The L.A. Times report shows there was a surveillance camera near the corner of 5th and Harvey and another near the corner of 5th and Robinson. Federal investigators recreated the time sequence leading up to the bombing by matching the video and still photos from the surveillance cameras. Since we can't show you the tape ourselves, we're reenacting what our source says he saw on those tapes. As witnesses told the news channel before, the tapes showed the Ryder truck parked in front of the Murrah building where we now know the blast went off. As witnesses also told us, the tapes show two men sitting inside the Ryder truck. A man strongly resembling Timothy McVeigh gets out of the driver's side, steps down. He then appears to have dropped something on the step up into the truck. He bends down and appears to pick something up off the step. Then, he turns and walks directly across Fifth Street toward the Journal Record building. All this time, John Doe number 2 is still inside the Ryder truck's cab, sitting on the passenger side. Time passes. The surveillance tape is time-lapse photography. Without knowing exactly the time interval between shots, our source can't be sure how long John Doe No. 2 sat in that cab. What was he doing all that time? Then the tape shows John Doe No. 2 getting out of the passenger side of the Ryder truck. Again, the tape shows that a bombing witness accurately described what happened next to News Channel 4. I was standing in the building,
4: and uh, I was looked out.
1: The window, and I seen a driver's truck, and I seen a man.
3: The The tape shows John Doe number 2 getting out, shutting the passenger side door. He steps toward the front of the truck and is momentarily out of the frame of the surveillance camera. But shortly, he appears back in frame, walking toward the rear of the truck, still on the sidewalk in front of the Murrah building. Again, he turns east toward the front of the truck, looking toward the street. John Doe number 2 then walks diagonally across 5th Street toward the east, as if heading toward the YMCA, or the intersection of 5th and Robinson. He again leaves the frame of the camera. Another camera shooting from another angle clearly shows the actual explosion that destroyed the federal building and killed 169 people.
2: There you have it. So we have...
0: I don't think you get a news report like that today I mean the the idea that they'd be sort of badgering the government for footage they they just don't do that now
2: well I mean we have we have little like uh, uh documentation of like military and CIA operations it's literally inserting information into news.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, if they, if they're happy placing, giving replacing little to... agents
2: like within yeah. news organizations, they think, they probably uh, haven't they probably haven't gone like worse at it over time. Mm. There's yeah, an added keep... wrinkle. Go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry about that. I keep thinking that program twenty four, all of that was just like uh, written and directed on behalf of the CIA.
2: Yeah, so we have some added wrinkles here as well as to why the, the, the Alfred P. Murrow building was was targeted. So, uh, is, that, is anybody familiar with MENA, Mina, Arkansas?
0: Oh, isn't that where a lot of people ended up uh, suicided and in no way, shape, or form has they got anything to do with the Clintons at all?
2: You're you're not far off here. So, uh, Mina in Arkansas is essentially like a tiny little uh, airstrip um, where uh, Bobby S- Barry Seal, Bobby, S- I think Barry Seal, essentially was importing like insane amounts of of drugs for the CIA and uh, this is part part of the 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 wider Iran Contra thing, right? So the um, all the papers that had to do with that, because, like, at the time when this was going on, Bill Clinton was the, the you know, running Arkansas and laying pipe everywhere. Dude was, uh... Dude was not, um... Not exactly, like, subtle about it either. He would literally have, like, the, the, the state troopers, like, go and, like, collect women for him so he could, like, bang them. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Dude was, uh yeah it dude was a busy bee but uh all the paperwork related to that was moved to the Alfred p murrow building and i believe uh the stuff relating to whitewater as well which was uh fucking like, like real estate scam that the clintons were in on um so yeah that's that's again like like a little foreshadowing for 9-11 as well we're like um you have like the plane hitting like the exact portion of the Pentagon where the uh, where they're doing like the uh, forensic accounting for like the, the missing missing trillions essentially.
0: Oh, I heard there's something like that uh, with Building Seven had a lot of uh, evidence collected about the yep. Enron scandal.
2: Uh, that's also where they kept like a lot of the um, stuff on insider trading and stuff like that. Oh, so like, well, a, a lot of a lot of evidence for like like a bunch of financial crime was was completely erased as well.
0: What and an that, unfortunate yeah. coincidence.
2: Yeah, it's
1: strange how that happens. Terrible, isn't it? Absolutely yeah, wonder. Yep. Wonder, absolute wonder.
0: Just part and parcel of a modern city,
1: isn't it? Well, actually, the was it is what's the, what's the building that fell down and the uh, BBC reported it twenty minutes before it did in that was, that was building, building seven 7, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
1: very similar, it isn't it? it to what you said to earlier, Rock.
2: Well, again, like the, there's there's so many like uh, things in common with nine eleven. It's just like this is a smaller scale and like the, they weren't as good at it yet. We'll, we'll we'll do nine eleven one of these days, but like
1: Jesus, that, that'll have to be an all star cast because everyone in their dog's got an opinion on
2: nine eleven. <laughs> I I I love that certain uh, certain uh, certain individuals within uh, within the, the brother thing um, just didn't have an opinion on it until somebody blamed the people with tiny hats, and they were like, "Yes, of course."
1: <laughs> until Ryan Dawson had had his theory, is that what you mean? <laughs> I I mean,
2: like, the keys, he's he's, he's pretty good on the topic, but, like, he's. I mean, there's a reason he's not allowed on anything.
1: Yeah. Because he gets things wrong all the time. No, it's not. (laughs)
2: Hang on. Stonewall for a second.
0: Yeah, so I mean, the Oklahoma City bombings—one of those things I I don't know much about. Except I have heard people say that once they did that, the Fed started to calm down and they didn't start murdering people in their militia compounds after that. I, I imagine what what are called militia compounds are just what we might call preppers these days. They're just people who've got like uh, some acreage. They have their own farm and they just happen to have a collection of guns and ammo.
2: Well, it was it was more like an like an organized thing that you would have like like your your local militia, your state militia, that type of stuff. It was like And and this was like very much uh during the whole birth of like the uh the conspiracy theory type stuff, right? Like so like everyone uh really concerned with the nwo and like the illuminati and like you know this was this before the days of like uh you know
0: it's just it's the 4 b it's the
2: chinese
0: <laughs> yeah
2: these 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 globalists it's the chai yeah no the, the, i mean they've they've not exactly been proven wrong really but like yeah no, it, was, it was heavily steeped in like this and the nwo symbolism like, everyone was, like running scared of, like, the uh, United Nations, essentially, because that was going to be, like, the framework for, like, the new world government. They were just, like, they were literally, like, predicting that, like, blue helmets would, like, roam the countryside and just, like, take your guns away.
0: Well, the 1990s is when we saw the erection of the Georgia Guidestones, and, which is a bit of a threat, uh, you know, saying... Keep po- the population under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. Yeah. What did they mean by this?
4: Uh, maybe there's going to be a global it, it?
2: pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the demonetised virus could be a um, could be a practice run. So they know where our weakness is. That's what are. I think it is. June
2: 1979, is. a man using the pseudonym Robert C. Christian approached the Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans commissioned a structure. Christian explained that those would function as a compass, calendar, and clock. It should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Uh, this is, uh, Joey Fenley of Elberton... Granite assumed Christian was a nut and attempted to discourage him by giving him a quote several to hires than any project the company had taken, explaining that the Guidestone would re- require additional tools and consultants. Christian accepted the quote. When arranging payment, Christian explained that he represented a group which had been planning the Guidestones for 20 years and which intended to remain anonymous. But, uh, apparently defaced.
0: Oh, yeah, they got defaced, uh, was it last year?
2: Jesus will beat you, Satanists. Death to the New World Order. Fucking... Fucking... Uh, Alex jones tear stuff here. Kind of reminds me of like the, that whole Agenda 21 thing that they had going on for a while, too. That was, well, that I, was I do think
0: the, uh, the... You know, the... Uh... Uh, the, the demonetized virus. I think that is part of this uh, Agenda 2030 as they've rebranded it. Um, because there's all these things, like, if you want to be pessimistic about it, like, I think in the years to come, travel is going to be very hard to do. It's like only the rich will be able to travel.
2: All right. So the languages on the Georgia Guidestones English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. 10 points. Maintain humanity under 500, 000, 500 million and perpetual balance of nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. I mean, we could do one of those things. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule, passion, faith. I think they tried Esperanto and for for it failed
1: quite comprehensively, didn't it? <laughs> Protect people universal just courts.
2: <laughs> hey, but all nations ruled internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties.
1: I think what you should do instead of going to war is, you like, your um, your prime minister has to fight their prime minister.
2: Prize truth, beauty, love. Seeking harmony with the infinite. Imp- this is starting to sound like WLP. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. And build on
1: WLP? What's that, Rob?
2: Oh, Willie. Willie Luther.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah. Pretty base. So, where were we with regards the, um, the Oklahoma City incident, then?
2: Uh, I think we've basically, you know, done a fairly decent job of, like, pointing out how it's fake and gay. Um, uh, but the the plot there's 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 more more evidence to to suggest that um, um, Mr. 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 Mick Mick McVeigh uh, was uh, still involved with the military. There's an incident in I believe 1993 where he's caught on camera by uh, a guy who's essentially this like. Uh, doing some interviews and scouting locations for, like, like a film project. And, um... This is supposedly, like, an, a year and a half after he's left the military, give or take. Maybe two years. And he's caught on video, uh, while, you know, just, like, like uh, hanging out in, like, like a, some type of armor vehicle. And, um... E.B. essentially plays himself off as, as just, like, a parts clerk. But... Uh, this guy, this Bill Beam or something like that, so took it to like a professor of, of linguistics, uh, Professor uh, Blomgren, and uh, t- 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 he apparently did a voice analysis, compared it to like a Timothy McVeigh's like uh, um, interview he did on sixty Minutes, and essentially came up with the the, the figure of like an eighty percent, eighty six percent match. For like the, uh, the the voice recognition, and he was willing to uh, state as such that, that he believed there was a match in, in in court. Obviously, never happened.
1: So, what what significance of that is that he saw that he saw him there? Then,
2: well, that means that he's still like hanging around on military bases, even though he's not in the military anymore.
1: Ah, right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just thought
2: I'd yeah. clear that up for anybody. So. Else, uh, I think Nichols gets um, 161 concurred life sentences or something like that. No, no possibility of parole. He's still in there. And then we have uh, Mr. McVeigh uh, gets the death penalty. But here's where it gets gets tricky. There's a very real possibility that like he was actually never executed. Because uh, he spent a lot of time a lot of his time on death row requesting uh, something fairly particu- particular particular and it's not common with you know federal death penalties it, it, you know you can request it in certain states, I believe, but he um specifically asked for uh, th- for there to be no autopsy on it, so <laughs> he's essentially whisked away following like this this supposed uh, uh, you know execution via lethal injection uh you have like like witnesses at this at the scene who are like you know they'll let like um you know family members of like you know people who who let's say you you murdered someone like family members can request to be present at the the execution right Mm -hmm. uh reporters that type of stuff as well so you have one of the reporter's Stating that like, like he he never closed his eyes, and said some other stuff. Uh, like he appeared to be breathing. And are these people? She, she who, are these record. people who'd they, been to
1: executions before? Just just to like just to clarify that one. I mean, because I, I like none of us know what really happens during a. You know, do people necessarily close their eyes?
2: Again, well, like I'm, um, I'm just I'm just I'm just repeating yeah. what was said.
1: Yeah. I've I've seen people
0: die before. Uh, the the only one I've ever looked into the eyes whilst they whilst they're dying was um, my great grandmother. Uh, her eyes didn't close, but I could see that she um that she was. Uh, I could see the life leaving her.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. When I had dogs put down, you see the the light leaves the eyes, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, following his, um, his execution apparently they uh, had several decoys decoy uh, hearses um to throw like, like uh, reporters off the trail like this <laughs> this is they've they've admitted to this and he is immediately taken for uh, a supposed cremation and uh, the ashes gets handed get handed over to his lawyers um, Terry Nichols is going to die in prison, obviously, but like there's there's a really r- real possibility that like they just extracted him, like job well done and good to go. The um, he has, uh I think it's Terry Nichols who um, uh, stated that like he wants, kind of like as a slip of the tongue. Uh, indicated that uh, Larry Potts, uh, who was also in charge of uh, Ruby Ridge and uh, Waco, uh, was an apparent contact for him. Which is, you know, he's the uh, after Waco. I think he was like promoted to deputy director of the FBI or something like that. Like it's it's uh, it's it's a messy fucking. Uh, they got a lot better at it by the time nine eleven rolled around.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems like this was the uh the, this was the practice run on it, doesn't it? Cause you've got the you've got the elements. You've got the vehicle in in, in the nine 11s case, you've got the the plane hits the building and then you've got the demolitions charges already in, haven't you?
2: Yeah, that's that's gonna be a fucking doozy to break down but Yeah that's 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 essentially like like the 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 long and short that i have on well
1: it's it's all right it's all right right. the official story is definitely absolutely true because i watched mythbusters
0: (laughs) (laughs) well all i remember is the bbc told me i was racist and had a small penis for doubting the official narrative so uh (laughs) yeah
4: I
1: mean it's true. Shabbos. <laughs> myth shabbos. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, do we need to uh do we need to delve into anything else here or
1: If you got if you uh, got more, you look- can go for it. It's still got another 25 minutes left if you want it.
2: Uh I mean, we can do a short bit on the Operation Dipole might. What's that? Uh, that is, was it believe to Was that ATF?
1: Most probably, because they seemed like the only law enforcement agency that was actually working in like the
2: whole of America. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was a. Uh, a, a a project that they did where essentially they just like went out in the desert and just like built a bunch of like fucking car bombs and just went and As blew up do. a bunch of shit in order to uh just like test the effects on like quote unquote government buildings and whatnot. So they essentially just like took that and and turned it live. Um
0: do you know what this is starting to sound like it to, to me it sounds like this bureau is just like uh, we don't really have that much work to do. Uh, hey, do you fancy driving out into the desert and like, letting off some fireworks? Oh, yeah, that could be fun. We'll all have to write it up and justify what we did today. So uh, try not to drink too many beers, guys.
2: Yeah, so that would be uh, uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Uh, the Dipole Mites Project, initiated in 1990, provided for the first comprehensive scientific analysis of large scale. 50 to 5,000 pounds vehicle bombs it's a multinational endeavor which uses computer-aided design program to analyze various effects of vehicle bomb blasts uh, the experiments have been carried out by the Defense Threat Reduction Agency and the US Army Engineer Research and Development Center at the White Sands Missile Range in Mexico. The nominal intent of the DM prog- program was to familiarize BATF agents with truck proc- bomb debris patterns and to calibrate the effect of ve- vehicular explosions on a variety of materials and structures the hmm. instruments, heavily instrumented with diagnostic equipment.
0: Of course, you haven't mentioned the most interesting fact about the ATF. Beavis and Butthead are honorary agents of the BRO. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Colin I did not know that.
1: Telling Hobbit, explain. Well, no, you, can't no just, you do. Can't just leave us oh, with right. a fact like that.
0: Yeah, so um, Beavis and Butthead uh, meet Bill Clinton, and he's very pleased because he managed to they managed to prevent the uh the accidental detonation of this chemical uh, nerve gas agent.
1: So uh, Bill Clinton's like,
0: I'm gonna make you guys honorary agents of the alcohol tobacco alcohol but they basically give
1: Bill Clinton the same notes and the same voices that always oh, working off you boys are always working in off a
0: torch.
1: <laughs> in a now you
0: guys better not be. Working off in my White House, or uh, <laughs> you'll be ended up suiciding. So, who's oh, down, kids? <laughs> it's not
2: bad.
1: Yeah. yeah uh, Georgia Guy While we're talking about the, we talked about the Georgia guidestones earlier. Do you want to talk about the? Um, Was it the Denver airport? Because that's a little bit weird and NWOE isn't it? Fuck! What's what's what's
2: what's what's that one again? I can't remember that's the one with the big I fucking was, nazi,
1: the nazi with the big fucking bayonet on it do <laughs> you remember that one you, uh, the nazi uh, stormtrooper <laughs> with, the, with the bayonet it's been painted over now hasn't
0: it? it's it's a it's a jihadi with a cloak and he's got a gas mask on a scimitar and a klashnikov and there's a bunch of like dead children underneath him and there's some plane spraying what i'm going to just say is a green noxious gas yeah and there's, like, children's skeletons underneath him. Yeah, so. this is
1: this is in an international airport. You, have you I mean, seen this before, Rock? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
2: no, I remember yeah. this one. I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah. <sighs> That's the sort, that looking, the sort of thing you want to see. That is definitely the sort of thing
0: you, you want to uh, see.
2: I'm
1: looking at... Um, this one is a child with a penguin in a glass case. And then there's, like, three, like, but, children, and there's, like, fires and another, what looks like a phoenix, perhaps, in a glass case. And just all the animals look weird and not like stuff you'd find on Earth.
4: They say, uh, yeah.
0: Denver has got lots of underground tunnels and, uh, there's a deep underground military base there.
2: Children it- of the world dream of peace.
1: Oh, I'm just looking at that one. What a prominent, quite a prominent Palestine and Israel flag together there. America and France, Germany, uh, England. So you're and So your timing,
0: nativist concern, had something to do with the interior design, quite possibly.
1: Yeah. I mean, these things are weird. Oh, and then there's a statue okay, of the jihadi we were talking about earlier, that's on its side and broken. Strange, strange. Oh, there's
0: strange a statue stuff. of it as well. Yeah.
1: There's, there's the demonic. Story? horse no, no. On, on, on this mural that statue? we're talking about, there's a picture of that jihadi as a statue that's fallen over and broken. Strange, oh, okay. strange stuff. They've got
0: uh, demonic horses there as well, you know, spiky bits and Is it red the demonic horse.
1: Or... Uh, it's a sculpture, isn't it? The demonic horse. Yeah. Oh, and there's um, there's a gargoyle as well. Yeah,
0: you know, just not nice, normal things. Yeah, it's what you want to see when you go into an airport. I mean, just you put it up to the and airport, and, and you see
1: that that I've just put in Discord. You'd feel really, you know, this is something I really want to. This is going to be a nice place. Yeah. We hear your cry for liberation as we too now face that hateful legacy of greed, power. Freedom power. We choose instead to join your join you and pronounce a season change from the roots of struggle and trust I can't read that one. Underneath a positive future compassion of compassion. Gay That weird, like three-headed thing. Have you seen that one? Weird, like three-faced thing. Skeletons around it. Oh, Jesus! Who'd want to go to an airport that's got that on the wall? That is absolutely crazy.
0: Oh, there's a the uh, photograph there of the the demonic horse. It. To be fair, I mean that horse doesn't look as demonic as. Uh, this weird demon statue I saw on Marble
1: Arch uh, five years ago. Yeah,
0: I decided I didn't want to go
1: into London. Oh my god, since it's even got then. a proper fucking butthole in it. That's a. Uh... But of course, there's the <laughs> there's the horse's butthole. What? Look, the horse has got a butthole, but it's also got like a fucking spider or something inside on its tackle.
0: Um, isn't that supposed to be, like, veins? Either the way, it's just, you God know, of all just, the things the, It's uh, just
1: plain unsettling, it's isn't cold. it?
2: Looks like it, it, looks, it looks like it has, like, like a fucking butt plug shoveled up there.
0: Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. It's,
0: of all the things the sculptor could spend time doing, it just... Oh, they uh, are veins, because
1: yeah. you can see I've found a close-up of the head. There's uh there's the head of the demonic horse. It's go it's Denver International Airport nice if anybody's day. if anybody's listening obviously the
0: going. So if you fancy a trip to Colorado, this is the yeah. airport to go to.
1: Yeah, lovely. Absolutely lovely, isn't it? Oh, the child in the coffin, have you seen that one?
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that that definitely makes me feel that's the sort of thing I want to be reminded of as I go into a, see uh, a dead pressurized child when container. You
1: go when you go, to, go through the thing. Kind of weird flags around it as well.
2: Wait, you want you to bang the dead child? That's what you do <laughs> in Hollywood. You wanna... No, but I was <laughs> I mean, surprised there is isn't the a slice of pizza in there child.
1: somewhere,
0: or well, some you right, know triangular on. pans. <clears throat> So I mean, is it a loosh farm? Is is that like what it's doing? It's like it's it's harvesting people's misery and suffering. Seems
1: like it, doesn't it? I P V P was talking about this the other day, wasn't he? He was saying about um saying that uh, that the demons they don't want you um they don't want you miserable. They don't want you doing the fun sins. They literally want want you sitting there watching paint dry, don't they, on the wall?
0: Well, I mean, I think that's what happens. You get sort of lured in, like, with these women and men into cheap, casual sex.
1: Oh, there's even even a... Oh, who's the one with the wolf head? Is that uh, Anubis? Yeah. There's even an Anubis with his suitcase.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like... You're you're literally coming to the airport of the dead, in other words, because I was, yeah. isn't Anubis the one who who uh, guides them to the uh, underworld? And there's like a a crocodile god which eats you if you're uh, if you've been naughty. Yeah, but I I seem to rem- there was I wanted to get briefly on the point about like demons just want like people to be very bored, and that's the that's the sort of suffering they they really yeah. enjoy um because the sort of the casual sex and stuff like that takes the joy from people to so the point where they they can't really feel anything and they keep on having sex just to uh fill the void and yeah. end up getting a bunch of stds
1: yeah strange,
0: strange and I don't plans. know what it is but it seems like whenever it's time, like there's all this like agricultural equipment starts like Hey, look, the sun's gone down. Yeah, it's time to start working the fields, guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, they now have a talking gargoyle at the Denver airport. (laughs) Have these guys watched Gremlins? Is that it? He's going on there. That's what I want to know. There's a statue of a... Oh, this is... Oh, that's another airport, I think.
0: Hey, you know, you know where I, I saw a lot of this information was from? Is, do you remember Jesse Ventura did that show Conspiracy Theory? Yeah. They covered Denver International Airport and that.
1: Yeah, well, so what did he say then?
0: This is sick. This is demonic. I don't like this sort of stuff. This is wrong. I like Jesse Ventura. Yeah, me too. The first season of that was pretty good. Is he, so, is he kind of like a, um...
1: but... Is Jesse Ventura is he doing is he doing a bit do do the bit? Is he doing the uh, Alex Jones bit?
0: Well, he went on the Alex Jones show a uh, couple of uh, months before the, the show came out. It was like, I'm gonna do this show about conspiracy theories, Alex. I think this is important. If and you then don't I remember like, those pictures.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I remember, it's like, this show will make you a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs>
1: Strap this There's in your uh, sore uh, ass, Alex.
0: <laughs> there was a, um, uh, what was it? There, there was this uh, video where Alex Jones and Jesse Ventura get invited onto Willie Nelson's
1: bus. Oh, well, I've just seen a picture that'll that, you, Hobbit, from. Uh, it's a weird glass looking womb. Just briefly. Finish. I was
0: going to say that you know, so I'm I'm looking at this uh, picture now, but so yeah, they they're on the bus, and Jesse and um, J- Jesse and Willie Nelson are both stoned off the tits, and Alex Jones is just like, you yeah, know, I'm going to smoke with you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that representing, Hobbit? <laughs> it looks to me like it's kind of representing a deep underground base.
0: Well, that, I mean, people keep telling me it's like it's the major airport. Oh, yeah, this diagram here.
1: Yeah.
0: Or sort of as above, so below. Yeah. Either way, I don't know, but i got to say, the Colorado Freemasons, explain yourselves. Yeah. What's, what's going on? I mean, <laughs> do, do you want people to think you're practicing Satanists?
1: Do you want, do you want people to go to that airport or not?
3: Hmm. All right, we're back. Oh, you've been
1: gone. Hey, welcome I- back. I wonder why he was quiet for so long. You got anything to add to the uh, Denver International Airport? You ever been through there?
2: I uh, have not. I cannot think of a single reason.
1: Why you'd
0: want I, to. Maybe,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, but what's, all what's the what's art and architecture Denver, there. Plus, you get to be I guess, in I mean, Denver. get to
2: really into the fucking avalanche or something like that. I, Everything's I like
1: bizarrely demonic, isn't it? I mean, look at this thing that they've got in the middle.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the, the Denver, the Denver Airport has always been like one of these things that the, uh, the uh, creative and uh, you know um, woke uh, conspiracy theorists have always been on about. It's like the Georgia Guidestones, Denver Airport. Yeah, but these no. things, if they're not if they're not
1: conspiracies, why are they fucking trying so hard to make it look like
2: they <laughs> are? Well, I think it's kind of like the same thing as with... with, with, with What's that spirit cooking bitch called again?
1: Um, oh, Maria, Mariana Abramovich. Is it Mariana Abramovich or something?
0: I mean, there's, there's a woman who... She's 70 years old, but she looks like she's in her 30s or 40s. She's got to be drinking tiger's blood or something.
2: Eating eating fucking leopard nuts. Um yeah, I, I think it's like kinda like like the, the same thing happening there, where it's just like I don't I don't know if she's in direct contact with Satan. Probably just like a weirdo.
0: Yeah, or she's like, a weirdo, but she's definitely making blood sacrifices, and I purely judge it on the fact that no seventy year old looks like that.
1: It's that uh baby foreskins. Good living. It's just good living, that's what it is. Good living, good diet.
0: Yeah, good diet of baby foreskins harvested from the South Korean babies, or worst Korea.
1: Ugh.
0: Which you can find on last week's episode if you're interested to know why worst Korea is the self. Yeah.
2: I I heard something along those lines. Um, But Isn't that something that they actually did, like, uh, had like like baby foreskins turn and turn them into like fucking like like a uh, yeah it's anti-aging cream yeah exactly i mean it
0: it's full of stem cells so women just rub like a, a paste of baby foreskins on their face oh, did you read to that? fill out
1: their wrinkles did you ever hear that bit about china the bit where they were buying um fetuses for about for about about two dollars each and eating them yeah well, well i mean no. as you do yeah, as you, do. as you do when you're in insect
0: That's the for you. I mean, they, they cook dogs alive in walks, so you know, I wouldn't put anything past those people. Yeah, oh, that's disgusting, isn't it? Hello. we interrupt the show to bring you a musical interlude?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck exactly what we did. Something that's just randomly started up. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, that's that's life.
1: What so we about Any more for any more?
0: Hmm. Well, I just... The, the idea that women are paying, like, top dollar for a jar of baby dicks to rub on their faces. I mean, is that gay? Is that sexy? Is that pedo? Not right. I don't know what to think of that
2: just
0: kind of like grossed out a little bit. I mean, I suppose it beats putting Belladonna in their eyes, but literally they're, they're engaging cannibalism to reduce the signs of wrinkles.
1: Now oh, this random shit that keeps. Professional uh,
2: podcast
0: bro. Yeah. Oh, very much. So speaking of are you aware of our registered UK charity number 1488
1: Microphones for Racists? <laughs> uh, do just you free... the sister, sister organisation Chairs for Racists
0: Oh yeah, that's registered charity number 3717
1: What about uh, Sound Engineers for Racists? We don't need that anymore though, do we? What Sound oh, Engineers? I did, I, did, nah. I did need it when I started live streaming, but I don't need it anymore
2: Acquired taste, Tim Shen, Tarangisu, and Charlemagne, the god. Try fertilized duck fetus.
1: Lovely. Fertilized. Yeah, I've seen that before. The egg, isn't it? They have the egg and they, yeah. yeah. Uh, then don't, they, don't they kind of soak it in something until it's, like, isn't it virgin piss? Or is that something else? Boys piss. Virgin boys piss.
0: Wow, it's just assume that five-year-old boy is not going to, you know, have sex. I think you do, I think you two have depressed assume, me now. Oh well. Uh, on on the, on the there is, there is a positive to this. Yeah. Um. Hasn't been many buildings blowing up since then, but there's been a few aircraft carriers catching on fire, um, which, uh, as well as uh, uh, the uh, nuclear reactor in, in Israel having to shut down because of jellyfish, which has nothing in any way, shape, or form to do with Iran. Because uh, a nuclear facility in Iran recently burnt down.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that the uh, the, uh, the Jesuits had nothing to do with that.
0: Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean a lot of people saying it's incompetence in the navy that these these highly technical systems, because of diversity, they just can't run the damn things. Um, I'm I'm not so sure. I don't know.
1: Well, that well, that's the thing. If they if they do manage to white genocide us, we'll have we'll have our final revenge, won't we? <laughs> With planes dropping out of the sky, uh, cars won't run, roads will be falling apart,
0: all sorts of diseases will re- be released from the seals in the biowarfare labs.
1: Do you ever do you ever wonder that wonder if this is not the first time that that society has completely failed? If you know what I mean.
0: Well, there was the fall of Atlantis. I mean, that's that's well enough documented. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's been plenty of cataclysms before. How many, I don't know. Was Atlantis the most recent one? Um, because they just talk about how the Egyptians were refugees from Atlantis. Mm. But, I mean, th- this one that we got now... Maybe people in the future will say, oh, they might have said it was self-inflicted, you know, like uh, they just lost the will and kept calling each other racist rather than saying, yeah, why do we have these people in our lands? Yeah. Um, but it may be that in the future they'll say, actually, here's the external factors which resulted in the collapse of the this civilization, which they wouldn't have known about, or they did know about it, but they weren't aware of like soda cycles they're gonna, soda they're soda gonna look up
2: they're gonna look up our podcasts in, in a thousand years and be like yeah no these dudes like spent 25 minutes talking about some like retarded black tranny in a wheelchair pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> <Based>.
1: <laughs> right on that note I think I'm gonna put a pin in it thanks Rock for coming on yeah don't no worry. We'll find do you or can't they I
2: don't want you to find me.
1: Yeah, seeking seeking you shall find.